you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. Well, look at there. <laughs> you the fastest person who ever came on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually waiting 10, 15 minutes for people to hey. get on. <laughs> hey, I get to the money. I don't wait around. <laughs> I was like, you probably never did this before, but you the smartest. <laughs> hey, ain't ain't never did, ain't never seen it in my life. <laughs> it was like very simple. <laughs> it's probably about the easiest thing I ever logged on to. <laughs> Sip on, nor nothing to eat, but I got. <laughs> to <say>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a little dry over here. I ain't got nothing to sip on. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious! Welcome to the No Gossip Just Talk podcast, where we don't gossip, we just talk, and we got. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Marty Mart in the house. <laughs> I always want to say that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Marty Mart. <Marty. laughs> oh, my God. Now, Ethel and I have known you for years since I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. I know you since filth. Freaking great, yo. Oh yeah, you so we done known each other for a little minute now. A little minute. Yes. Yes. So I don't know if I should ask this question, but I'ma just put my I'ma just go ahead and say it. What is some funny moments you remember about me since we known each other since fifth <laughs> grade? <laughs> uh, I remember when we was in fifth grade, you used to wear like the two-piece, um, the little two, the little, the little two-piece outfits, wear like the little big, like it'd be like a little uh, spaghetti string, uh, spaghetti string shirt, and like it might be stripes, and then the bottom is polka dots or something, it's shorts. <laughs> and then you'd have like your Reebok class, whatever shoes you had on, you'd have them shits up tied up, extremely tight, and, and, and so- <laughs> You was my dog, though. I said, look at that. I said, they go my team. Oh, my God. But you was always a cool person. That though. is you was, hilarious. You was always cool. You was always, you know, charismatic, funny. You know, you was real shy. And uh, me, me, me you used to talk about all kinds of stuff. And from, from fifth grade all the way up to high school. Yep. I, yep, I, sure I, did. I remember when you first had sex and everything. I knew, I remember everything. Oh, God. I remember everything. Well, well, you know what? We ain't gonna go into details. Oh, you, don't, you don't want to talk about that no more. Uh-uh. <laughs> got, no. We gonna bury that in memory <laughs> like. <said>, No. <laughs> uh, oh my 
Antoine. If you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you say to yourself? Wear a condom. I'm going to be nosy. (laughs) (laughs) So why would you tell yourself that? Why would you tell yourself that? (laughs) I had had a kid a little early, so, you know, I told myself, look, wear a condom. You don't need to be having no kids early. You know, which my okay. pop told my pop told me that, but I ain't listen. So if I can go back and I can tell my 18 year old self that, I'll tell myself, hey, hey, it's real out here in the battlefield, son. Don't hey, wrap it up. That pull out method do not work all the time. And you know yeah. what? Speaking of that, because a lot of people feel like that does work, but it's not safe to go in well, there. Now, nowadays, you better not be going in there, raw dog. Now, this, these new millennials, man, they be carrying all uh, type of crazy. I be hearing some crazy stories, and it's like normal for them to have like the herpes and stuff. And I was like, man, like when I growing up when, in my time, like if you had the herpes, that was devastating. Now they talk about it like, nah, everybody got it. I'm like, dang. That new society, man, they they just different. They just a little bit different. These little young, like you know, that ain't everybody, but that's like most of them. That them young, them young cats is out there. Them young girls and boys, they just a little bit different now. But if I could go back to my 18 year old self, I probably would never went to college. I would have started a business at 18. I probably would have came right out of high school with a business, and then probably by now I'd be rich. So we were taught, oh, if you got, if you if you're trying to do this, if you're trying to do that, you got to go to school to get it. You got to go to college to get this. Yep. And then it's like when college don't really fall through, then you realize like, dad, you telling me I could have did this without college. And we not saying not to go to college. We just saying. Like I tell people like, you know, if you're going to go to college, you need to go to college to either like learn how to run a business so you can run your own business better. Being a doctor, lawyer, of course, <laughs> engineer. Of course, uh, dentists, of course, like things of that nature. You need to be, yeah, you, you go to college. But if you're just going to college for social work or, 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 or some stuff like psychology, man, come on. Go get you, go start your own business. Work somewhere, start your own business, and grow from there because you're just going to be in school debt. By the time you do the math on school debt and you working and, and getting a job in that field, it don't equal out. You, I mean, it's like you making minimum wage because them school loans, is like, they ain't no joke. And a lot of these kids, you people, got that right. A lot of people they in school debt, man. They in debt like a boy. I'm talking about they paying seven, eight hundred dollars, but they could be paying, they could be, they could be owning the house, but they paying seven, eight hundred dollars for a school loan because they owe seventy five thousand to the school. You know, if I could come out again, oh man, I would have never. That wouldn't even have been on my radar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is where I always call like blooper moments, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's something about you that people will be surprised to know, Antoine? A family man. Okay. Most, but why would they be surprised? Because I'm always, I used to be always out turning up. So a lot of people, you know, like before I started getting on social media like that, people just, just thought that I was just like, uh, you know, I guess they just thought that I was just the dude that was out all the time. But then when they see me on social media, now I'll be with my girl like 90% of the time in the club. So now they'd be like, and then I'm with my kids like all the time. So they probably like, dang. I had a lot of cats tell me like, dang, Brian, you know, you was like a family mother. Yeah, I'm a family man. I like being with my family. <laughs> Okay, nothing wrong with that. Family time is always good. It's always good to spend that family time, and plus it's needed. It's necessary. Yeah, it is, it is. What is the biggest challenge that you dealt with, and how did you overcome it? Anybody that's successful, whether they entertain uh, entertainment or, you know, entrepreneurship, I think that it's the fear. Like, I like 
most people are afraid to jump. Most people are afraid to to jump off the porch and, and, and go after what they want. So I believe that was one of the, the major things that I struggled with at first. But once I got, got over that fear, you know, putting in the hard work, you know, success, it came. So if I had to say that was the, well, one of the biggest things, it was just the fear of knowing, believing in myself, like the fear of just going all the way out, you know what I'm saying? And, and, just, and just saying like, whatever happens is going to happen, I'm going I'm to go after this. I think that's that was one of the biggest uh, things with me. Okay. And do you think that happened because of the lack of belief you had in yourself? Or was it your Well, it was just it was or... just because people, you know, people. Oh, uh, you say something like, Man, I wanna do this. Oh man, you can't do that, bro. I'm telling you right now, man. Shoot. I know such such a did that he he lost everything he had. You know, just people, you know, you can't go by what people say. You have to do what's best for you and you gotta believe in yourself. Like if you don't believe in yourself, Nobody else can believe you. So if you don't believe in yourself, then you don't have a chance to achieve your goals. So I think that the biggest thing I did was like I, I set goals for myself and I just kept achieving them and kept achieving them. And as I achieved them, I, I got more and more confident. And as I got more and more confident, I took bigger, bigger risks. And, now, and then it got to the point where it was like, okay, this is taking risks and, and it's, our, it's like second nature. So you had to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? But fear, fear, okay. fear will keep okay. you from doing anything. Like the fear... Like even being in a relationship, I'm afraid to leave. Like I don't want to leave because I'm 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 semi happy, but I may not find nobody else. Stuff like that. So people don't leave their relationship. You know what I'm saying? The fear of I don't want this person to be with somebody else, so I'm just gonna stay because. But I but I'm miserable. Is to be the fear. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like a you know I think that's one of the biggest things that keeps people. And one of the it was one of my uh, obstacles. I had to overcome like I had to overcome like man. Well, they saying this, but I'm gonna try. It. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna leave my job, start my start yeah. business, and that's what I did. Okay, so let's get into what you got going on now that we broke in the ice. A lot of people don't know about your business and everything that you got going on. So let us know what you got going on. Well, I'm a general contractor, entrepreneur. Uh, own a few businesses. Uh, my major source of income comes from. Uh, contracting. Uh, I do residential and commercial uh, rehab and new construction. So I build houses and um, I do a lot of commercial work. So that's the that's the bulk of my income coming from that. And then um, of course I'm a book author, and um, uh, I have a clothing line. Uh, I'm a brand, I'm a, uh, brand ambassador. So I have a few things going on, uh, but my passion is construction. So that's that's pretty much what I'm I'm doing now. I'm uh I, I did a record profit year last year of uh, 1.5 million. So and then the year before that I did right close to a million dollars. So this year right here we on we on track. Uh, even though with the coronavirus coming, we may we may not make it up to a million, but we may make it right under that. So we just we just trying okay. to stay on track. But that's what I got going on. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I saw on your Instagram as well when you were talking about knowing your financial identity. Can you explain that? Oh, uh, finding that with your fi- uh, fi- uh, financial identity is your, your financial identity is basically like where you stand in your circle. So your finance you have to find out what your financial identity is by saying okay how much money do i have in a bank what kind of moves can i can i make with this money right here like okay so do i have twenty thousand if i have twenty thousand dollars in the bank and i'm not talking about my emergency fund my my financial identity is i know exactly about how how far i can go with 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 twenty thousand dollars in the bank so you got to know what investments you're going to make you can't go make the investments of a person that got a hundred thousand dollars in a bank you know what i'm saying so you you have to be straight up with yourself and know exactly what you can and can't do. So let's just say you got $5,000 in the bank. You should be saying, okay, what am I going to do to double this money? 
So now I know what my financial identity is. My identity is I'm only I'm only worth five. I'm only worth five thousand dollars pretty much, like net, because I only got five thousand dollars in the bet, bet bank, and then I got about uh, I probably got three thousand dollars in my emergency fund, so I'm worth really eight thousand dollars. But we ain't gonna count my 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 we ain't gonna count my emergency fund. We just gonna count what I have to invest, which is my my savings, which is five thousand dollars. So basically, what you're gonna do now, you know what your identity is, your financial identity. Now you're gonna make steps, set goals, achieve them goals to get to double that money by this time next year. So this time next year, you should have ten thousand dollars in the bank, and then the next year after that, you should double that and have twenty thousand dollars in the bank. And then the next year after that, you should double that and have, you know, like that, 40000 First, you have to find out where you at if you want, you know, that's what I, when I mean uh, financial identity, that's what I mean when uh, when I say that. They just okay. like, oh, they just basically live in check to check or they just got a little bit of money in the bank and they not really concentrating on next year. Like once you, once you realize where you, mm-hmm. where you stand at, you got to make, you got to make it better for the next year. Because if you're still in the same spot, like next year, if you got $5,000 in the bank, you ain't grow at all. I don't care what you bought, what you achieved, what you bring into your household far as a materialistic thing. If you ain't double your network, you ain't achieve nothing. You know what I'm saying? So you want to basically, right. you basically right. want to try to double like basically double your your worth, your wealth, your your net worth. So you want to double it every year. So in five okay. years, you'll look back and be like, okay. oh man, I got fifty thousand. Like, and you know, now you can make bigger okay. investments. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because now your identity is bigger, mm-hmm. so now you can do bigger mm-hmm. investments. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm right or wrong. So for the people, because I saw I saw on Instagram where it was saying that some people barely were mainly millennials, barely even have a thousand dollars in their bank. So for people like that, pretty much saving is how they're going to meet that. Is that is that right? Yeah, or... that's correct. I mean, fifty-two percent of the millennials in the world now only have don't even have a thousand, don't have a thousand. So fifty-two percent of fifty-two percent of the millennials don't have a, just close to a thousand dollars in a bank account. So what that's saying is they getting money, but they're spending the money on shoes, clothes, you know, all the things that people buy, uh, turning up all the time in the club, buying booze, but they're not saving anything. You know what I'm saying? So when times come, they can't make no moves. Like right now, coronavirus is an example. All the money that people, these, these kids, like these new millennials getting, working, blowing their money, now is the time they need the money. Now they're like, man, I got the money and now it's about to be a recession and I can't capitalize off the recession now because I blowed all my money. You see what I'm saying? And how right. you get that up is by saving. You just got to save. Like you got to come up with a plan to save your money. Like I said, that, that's the whole thing. You got to be able to save to next year. Save save a certain amount of money so next year you, you at least at the minimum doubling your money. And if you can't and if you can't double your so money, you need, you need to do something different financially. Like you need to find another financial outlet, like either pick up another job or find a whole new job or you need to do something different. If you can't double your money, you lose it. I agree. And we all had to make those choices when we felt like we weren't growing with a certain job. Hey, you gotta figure That's out right. where you can grow. If, if that, I had to change careers so many times because it's like that, okay, that sort of income, I did that too long and I'm not getting new results. So on That's to the next. I had to keep figuring it out until I could find out a way That's, to get myself where I needed right. to be. You got to keep messing with it. You got to just figure it out. You got to find your way. You know, you, you don't want to spend too much time on the same thing, you know. That is so true. Well, Antoine, I thank you so much for blessing us with your smartness. Aww. And your knowledge. A whole bunch of trial and error. That's all it is. A whole bunch of trial and error. Absolutely. Man, yeah. When you don't fail down yes. as many times as me and got up, man, you learn you learn a few things. <laughs> and I'm glad you said that because a lot of people 
um, you know, when they look at people that are very successful, they don't think you understand how it feels to be broke or to not have or to struggle. Uh, well, everybody hit me up yeah, if, so. if anybody want to um, look at my YouTube. My YouTube is uh, you can go to Blakeney Inc. Uh, Contractor Pro. That's my YouTube, and uh, you can hit me on IG. Uh, you can go to Boss Blake underscore thirty. That's my IG, and follow me. Uh, I will be coming out with. Uh, I'm about to be coming out with a course. Uh, it's basically some curriculum, financial curriculum. Basically, to show you how to. Like I got a couple on one is going to be the how to show you how to make ten thousand dollars a month, but it's going to be steps to get into that ten thousand dollars a month. The, the things that you need to do. So I'll be coming out with a. Uh, it's, it's going to be like a entrepreneur package, and then I'm going to have a contractor package. Like for anybody that's wanting to be, because there's a lot of people that that follow me that's wanting to be contractors. So I'm going to have like a contractor course, but the, I'm going to have an entrepreneur package too, to where it can it shows you how to transition from being a, a, a you know, a W two employee to a, a 1099 employee, a 1099 employee, and then on to a um, entrepreneur. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your presence, Antoine. I hope this will not be your last no, time. No, no, no. I enjoy y'all coming to coming on the podcast. I enjoy. <laughs> I, I, I want to come back when you get real big and you start paying people to come. I'll be. <laughs> I want to be first in line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be first in line. And that is the Inside Scoop. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. And when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now. What's up, guys? It's your girl, author Tanisha Pink, giving you the scoop on my most recent books. Why cry? Why feel like hope is gone? Ignoring the door to freedom, refusing to let it go. Why feel uncomfortable? No display of light to see. My visions blurred. Darkness only reveals before me. I'm walking in areas where shadows blocking my blind side like hands over my eyes, feeling discouraged with no energy to try. What's the point of encouragement? Already held hostage with no repentance and no forgiveness, like a disturbed woman who hates the world for no reason. Why should I cry? To release the pain? I've tried several times approaching my fears only to back down, shedding more tears. I feel like giving up and throwing in the towel. I believe there's no reason to find my inner strength or clues on how to find me. I have no belief in redemption. The unbelief worn is my... The Wounds from a Healing Heart For those who may not know me, my name is Corinne. My father was murdered and it left me truly broken. All I have left is my sister and mother. But unfortunately, my mother is not present. She's battling her own demons, and the sad part about all of this, I hate her. Not only that, I hate me too. And honestly, I'm lost with no direction. To learn more about my life, read volume one and two, if only I had a home. Go over to my website at Tanisha Peak. That is T-E-N-I-S-H-A. P with a double E K dot com and grab your books today. Ciao for now.